worry about anything but in everything by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God, and the peace of God, which passes all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Philippians chapter 4, verses 6 and 7. Thanks for joining us today. This is the Hour of Intercession. I'm Pastor Joseph Parker. We invite you to look with us in the Word of God to begin with. In the book of Psalms, Psalm 27, beginning at verse 1. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? When the wicked came against me to eat up my flesh, my enemies and foes, they stumbled and fell. Though an army may encamp against me, my heart shall not fear. Though war may rise against me, in this I will be confident. One thing I've desired of the Lord, that will I seek, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his temple. For in the time of trouble he shall hide me in his pavilion. In the secret place of his tabernacle he shall hide me. He shall set me high upon a rock. And now my head shall be lifted up above my enemies all around me. Therefore I will offer sacrifices of joy in his tabernacle. I will sing, yes, I will sing praises to the Lord. Hear, O Lord, when I cry with my voice. Have mercy also upon me and answer me. When you said, seek my face, my heart said to you, your face, Lord, I will seek. Do not hide your face from me. Do not turn your servant away in anger. You have been my help. Do not leave me nor forsake me, O God of my salvation. When my father and my mother forsake me, then the Lord will take care of me. Teach me your way, O Lord, and lead me in a smooth path because of my enemies. Do not deliver me to the will of my adversaries, for false witnesses have risen against me, and such as breathe out violence. I would have lost heart unless I had believed that I would see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Wait on the Lord. Be of good courage, and he shall strengthen your heart. Wait, I say, on the Lord. Verses 1 through 14, all of Psalm 27. Father, thank you once again for the privilege, the blessing, the the grace that's ours as we take time to open your word and spend time one-on-one with you as you speak words of life, blessing, salvation, grace, strength, and so much more into our lives. Thank you, Lord, for the fact that you'll take as much time with us in your word as we will take with you. Help us to be wise enough daily to make spending time with you in the Word of God uh, the priority that it needs to be in each of our lives and empower each of us to become much more faithful hearers and doers of your Word. We thank you and we praise you. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. Thank you again for listening to the Hour of Intercession. Rick Robertson is our producer. He's going to lead us in a word of prayer. Father, we're so excited to be able to come before your throne today. And we come uh, agreeing with the psalmist who said, My help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth. What a hope we have today that the creator of this universe uh, bends his ear to us. You listen to us, Father. And not only do you listen, you care, you love us. And uh, not only do you do that, you respond to our every prayer. What a hope we have today. What a hope our listening family has as they cast all their cares on you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Rick. And thank you again for being a part of our listening family. We'd like to remind and announce once again to our listeners 
Uh, we want to invite you to an event that's happening this Saturday, uh, November 5th. It's an AFA Festival for Life, and it's going to happen Saturday, November 5th at 10 a.m. at the Word of Faith Global Ministries Church in Bessemer, Alabama. The pastors, Pastor Reginald and Brandy Gibson. And keep in mind, a Festival for Life is a multimedia ministry event that uses movie clips, music videos, and movie trailers to help share a biblical message about the need for the church to do two important things. One, aggressively come alongside and support the great work of local pregnancy ministries, and also encouraging the church to become passionately involved with standing boldly for life. So if you'd like to come, we hope that you'll make it, if you possibly can, if you're anywhere in that area. Again, Word of Faith Global Ministries Church, 1723 3rd Avenue North in Bessemer, Alabama, pretty close to Birmingham, Alabama. Again, the host pastors, Pastors Reginald and Brandy Gibson. Again, an AFA Festival for Life. Please come if you can. If you're not able to be with us at 10 a.m. this Saturday, please pray for the Lord to anoint the event and bless it. And keep in mind, if you're interested in bringing this event to your community, please get in touch with us. We're glad to take it wherever the Lord opens the door. So you can get in touch with us. The number here at AFR, 662-844-5036, extension 381. We hope to hear from you. Father, we thank you once again for all of our listeners. Thank you for us in the body of Christ. Lord, today we dwell in the secret place of the Most High, and so we abide under the shadow of the Almighty. Today we say to the Lord, you are our refuge and our fortress. Our God, in you do we trust. Surely you deliver us from the fowler's snare and from the noisome pestilence. You cover us with your feathers, and under your wings do we trust. Your truth is our shield and buckler. And so we are not afraid for the terabonite, nor for the arrow that flies by day, nor for the pestilence that stalks in the darkness, nor for the destruction that lays waste at noonday. A thousand may fall at our side and 10,000 at our right hand, but it shall not come near us. Only with our eyes shall we look and see the reward of the wicked because we have made the Lord our refuge, even the most high habitation. No evil will befall us, neither shall any plague come near our dwelling. For you give your angels charge over us to keep us all our ways. They bear us up in their hands lest we dash our foot against the stone. We tread upon the lion and the cobra, the young lion and the serpent. We trample underfoot because we have set our love upon you. Therefore, you deliver us. You set us on high because we have known your name. We call upon you and you answer us. You are with us in trouble. You deliver us and honor us. With long life, you satisfy us and show us your salvation. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. And just a reminder to each and every one of our listeners, we want to remind you that if you're not praying Psalm 91 every day, today is a great day to start that important habit. And one of the reasons why that's so important is because the world we live in is such a dangerous world, such a difficult world, and no one can protect you, help you, and watch over you like the Lord can. So keep in mind, if you'd like to get a copy from us uh, of a prayer based on Psalm 91, simply email me. Email us, again, my email, joseph at afr.net. Again, that's joseph at afr.net. We're glad to share it with you. Please take it, pray it with you. Parents, I think it's very wise to teach and train your children to, to memorize and to pray it every single day as well because, remember, they go out on the same battlefield that we as adults go out on every single day as well. Hope that you will take time to do that. Once again, my email, joseph at afr.net.
Today we continue reading through the Word of God as we pick up now in the book of Numbers, Numbers chapter 4, starting at verse 16. The appointed duty of Eleazar, the son of Aaron the priest, is the oil for the light, the sweet incense, the daily grain offering, the anointing oil, the oversight of all the tabernacle, of all that is in it, with the sanctuary and its furnishings. Then the Lord spoke to Moses and Aaron, saying, Do not cut off the tribe of the families of the Kohathites from among the Levites, but do this in regard to them, that they may live and not die when they approach the most holy things. Aaron and his sons shall go in and appoint each of them to his service and his task, but they shall not go in to watch while the holy things are being covered, lest they die. Then the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Also take a census of the sons of Gershon by their father's house, by their families, and by their families. For the thirty years old and above, even to fifty years old, you shall number them, all who enter to perform the service, to do the work in the tabernacle of meeting. This is the service of the families of the Gershonites in serving and carrying. They shall carry the curtains of the tabernacle and the tabernacle of meeting with its covering, the covering of badger skins that is on it, the screen for the door of the tabernacle of meeting, the screen for the door of the gate of the court, the hangings of the court which are around the tabernacle and altar, and their cords, all the furnishings for their service, and all that is made for these things, so shall they serve. Aaron and his sons shall assign all the service of the sons of the Gershonites, all their tasks and all their service. And you shall appoint to them all their, ta- all their tasks as their duty. This is the service of the families of the sons of Gershon in the tabernacle of meeting. And their duties shall be under the authority of Ithamar, the son of Aaron, the priest. As for the sons of Merari, you shall number them by their families and by their father's house. From thirty years old and above, even to fifty years old, you shall number them, everyone who enters the service to do the work of the tabernacle of meeting. And this is what they must carry as all their service for the tabernacle of meeting, the boards of the tabernacle, its bars, its pillars, its sockets, and the pillars around the court with their sockets, pegs and cords, with all their furnishings and all their service. And you shall assign to each man by name the items he must carry. This is the service of the families of the sons of Merari, as all their service for the tabernacle of meeting, under the authority of Ithamar, the son of Aaron, the priest. And Moses, Aaron, and the leaders of the congregation numbered the sons of the Kohathites by their families and by their father's house from 30 years old and above, even to 50 years old, everyone who entered the service for work in the tabernacle of meeting and those who were numbered by their families 
were 2,750. These were the ones who were numbered of the families of the Kohathites, all who might serve in the tabernacle of meeting, whom Moses and Aaron numbered according to the commandment of the Lord by the hand of Moses. And those who were numbered of the sons of Gershon by their families and by their father's house from 30 years old and above, even to 50 years old, everyone who entered the service for work in the tabernacle of meeting, those who were numbered by their families, by their father's house were 2,630. These are the ones who were numbered of the families of the sons of Gershon, of all who might serve in the tabernacle of meeting, whom Moses and Aaron numbered according to the commandment of the Lord. Those of the families of the sons of Merari, who were numbered by their families, by their father's house, from 30 years old and above, even to 50 years old, everyone who entered the service for, for work in the tabernacle of meeting. Those who were numbered by their families were 3,200. These are the ones who were numbered of the families of the sons of Merari, whom Moses and Aaron numbered according to the word of the Lord by the hand of Moses. All who were numbered of the Levites, whom Moses, Aaron, and the leaders of Israel numbered by their families and by their fathers' houses, from 30 years old and above, even to 50 years old, everyone who came to do the work of service and the work of bearing burden in the tabernacle of meeting, those who were numbered were 8,580. According to the commandment of the Lord, they were numbered by the hand of Moses, each according to his service and according to his task. Thus were they numbered by him as the Lord commanded Moses. Verses 1 through 49, 1 through 49, Numbers chapter 4. You're listening to the Hour of Intercessions. We continue reading through the Word of God. We'll be back.
Fred Hammond with If My People. Thanks for listening to the Hour of Intercession here on American Family Radio. We continue now reading through the Word of God as we pick up in the book of Numbers, Numbers chapter 5, beginning at verse 1. And the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Command the children of Israel that they put out of the camp every leper, everyone who has a discharge, and whoever becomes defiled by a corpse. You shall put out both male and female. You shall put them outside the camp, that they may not defile their camps in the midst of which I dwell. And the children of Israel did so, and put them outside the camp. As the Lord spoke to Moses, so the children of Israel did. Then the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to the children of Israel. When a man or woman commits any sin that men commit in unfaithfulness against the Lord, and that person is guilty, then he shall confess the sin which he has committed. He shall make restitution for his trespass in full, plus one-fifth of it, and give it to the one he has wronged. But if the man has no relative to whom restitution may be made for the wrong, the restitution for the wrong must go to the Lord for the priest, in addition to the ram of the atonement with which atonement is made for him. Every offering of all the holy things of the children of Israel, which they bring to the priest, shall be his. And every man's holy things shall be his. Whatever any man gives the priest, shall be his. And the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to the children of Israel, and say to them, If any man's wife goes astray and behaves unfaithfully toward him, and a man lies with her carnally, and it is hidden from the eyes of her husband, and it is concealed that she has defiled herself, and there was no witness against her, nor was she caught, Excuse me, nor was she caught. If the spirit of jealousy comes upon him and he becomes jealous of his wife, who has defiled herself, or if the spirit of jealousy comes upon him and he becomes jealous of his wife, although she has not defiled herself, then the man shall bring his wife to the priest. He shall bring the offering required for her, one tenth of an ephah of barley meal. He shall pour no oil on it and put no frankincense on it because it is a grain offering of jealousy, an offering for remembering, for bringing iniquity to remembrance. And the priest shall bring her near and set her before the Lord. The priest shall take holy water in an earthen vessel and take some of the dust that is on the floor of the tabernacle and put it onto the water. Then the priest shall stand the woman before the Lord, uncover the woman's head, and put the offering for remembering in her hands, which is the grain offering of jealousy. And the priest shall have in his hand the bitter water that brings a curse. And the priest shall put her under oath and say to the woman, If no man has lain with you, and if you have not gone astray to uncleanness while under your husband's authority, 
Be free from this bitter water that brings a curse. But if you have gone astray while under your husband's authority, and if you have defiled yourself, and some man other than your husband has lain with you, then the priest shall put the woman under the oath of the curse. And he shall say to the woman, The Lord make you a curse and an oath among your people, when the Lord makes your thigh rot and your belly swell. And may this water that causes the curse go into your stomach and make your belly swell and your thigh rot. Then the woman shall say, Amen, so be it. Then the priest shall write these curses in a book, and he shall scrape them off into the bitter water. And he shall make the woman drink the bitter water that brings a curse, and the water that brings the curse shall enter her to become bitter. Then the priest shall take the grain offering of jealousy from the woman's hand and shall wave the offering before the Lord and bring it to the altar. And the priest shall take a handful of the offering as its memorial portion, burn it on the altar, and afterward make the woman drink the water. When he has made her drink the water, then it shall be, if she has defiled herself and behaved unfaithfully toward her husband, that the water that brings a curse will enter her and become bitter, and her belly will swell, her thigh will rot, and the woman will become a curse among her people. But if the woman has not defiled herself and is clean, then she shall be free and may conceive children. This is the law of jealousy when a wife under the authority excuse me, this is the law of jealousy when a wife, while under her husband's authority, goes astray and defiles herself, or when the spirit of jealousy comes upon a man and he becomes jealous of his wife, then he shall stand the woman before the Lord and the priest and shall execute all this law upon her. Then the man shall be free from iniquity, but that woman shall bear her guilt. Numbers chapter 6. Then the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to the children of Israel, and say to them, When either a man or woman consecrates an offering to take the vow of a Nazarite to separate himself to the Lord, he shall separate himself from wine and similar drink. He shall drink neither vineyard, excuse me, he shall drink neither vinegar made from wine nor vinegar made from similar drink. Neither shall he drink any grape juice nor eat fresh grapes or raisins. All the days of his, all the days of his separation he shall eat nothing that is produced by the grapevine from seed to skin. All the days of the vow of his separation no razor shall come upon his head until the days are fulfilled for which he separated himself to the Lord, he shall be holy. Then he shall let the locks of the hair of his head grow. All the days that he separates himself to the Lord, he shall not go near a dead body. He shall not make himself unclean even for his father or his mother 
or his brother or his sister when they die because his separation to God is on his head. All the days of his separation, he shall be holy to the Lord. And if anyone dies very suddenly beside him and he defiles his consecrated head, then he shall shave his head on the day of his cleansing. On the seventh day, he shall shave it. Then on the eighth day, he shall bring two turtle doves or two young pigeons to the priest to the door of the tabernacle of meeting. And the priest shall offer one as a sin offering and the other as a burnt offering and make atonement for him because he sinned in regard to the corpse. And he shall sanctify his head that same day. He shall consecrate to the Lord the days of his separation and bring a male lamb in its first year as a trespass offering. But the former days shall be lost because his separation was defiled. Now this is the law of the Nazarite. When the days of his separation are fulfilled, he shall be brought to the door of the tabernacle of meeting, and he shall present his offering to the Lord, one male lamb in the first year, without blemish as a burnt offering, one ewe lamb in its first year without blemish as a sin offering, one ram without blemish as a peace offering, a basket of unleavened bread, cakes of fine flour mixed with oil, unleavened wafers anointed with oil, and their grain offering with their drink offerings. Then the priest shall bring them before the Lord and offer his sin offering and his burnt offering, and he shall offer the ram as a sacrifice of a peace offering to the Lord. With the basket of unleavened bread, the priest shall also offer its grain offering and its drink offering. Then the Nazarite shall shave his consecrated head at the door of the tabernacle of meeting, and shall take the hair from his consecrated head and put it on the fire, which is under the sacrifice of the peace offering. And the priest shall take the boiled portion of the ram, one unleavened cake from the basket, and one unleavened wafer, and put them upon the hands of the Nazarite, after he has shaved his consecrated hair. And the priest shall wave them as a wave offering before the Lord. They are holy for the priest, together with the breast of the breast of the wave offering and the thigh of the heave offering. After that, the Nazarite may drink wine. This is the law of the Nazarite, who vows to the Lord the offering for his separation. And besides that, whatever else his hand is able to provide, according to the vow which he takes, so he must do according to the law of his separation. And the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to Aaron and his sons, saying, This is the way you shall bless the children of Israel. Say to them, The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you 
and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. So they shall put my name on the children of Israel, and I and I will bless them. Numbers chapter 7. Now it came to pass when Moses had finished setting up the tabernacle that he anointed it and consecrated it and all its furnishings and the altar and all its utensils. So he anointed them and consecrated them. Then the leaders of Israel, the heads of their fathers' houses, who were the leaders of the tribes and over those who were numbered, made an offering. And they brought their offering before the Lord, six covered carts and twelve oxen, a cart for every two of the leaders, and for each one an ox. And they presented them before the tabernacle. Then the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Accept these from them, that they may be used in doing the work of the tabernacle of meeting. And you shall give them to the Levites, to every man according to his service. So Moses took the carts and the oxen and gave them to the Levites. Verses 1 through 6. Numbers chapter 7. You're listening to the Hour of Intercession as we continue reading through the Word of God. We'll be right back.
music of Brian and Katie Torwald. He is the light. Thanks for listening to the Hour of Intercession. We continue reading through the Word of God as we pick up now in the New Testament, the Gospel of Luke, chapter 5, beginning at verse 17. Now it happened on a certain day as he was teaching that there were Pharisees and teachers of the law sitting by who had come out of every town of Galilee, Judea, and Jerusalem. And the power of the Lord was present to heal them. Then behold, men brought on a bed a man who was paralyzed, whom they sought to bring in and lay before him. And when they could not find how they might bring him in, because of the crowd, they went up on the housetop and let him down with his bed through the tiling into the midst before Jesus. When he saw their faith, he said to him, Man, your sins are forgiven you. And the scribes and the Pharisees began to reason, saying, Who who is this who speaks blasphemies? Who can forgive sins but God alone? But when Jesus perceived their thoughts, he answered and said to them, Why are you reasoning in your hearts? Which is easier to say, Your sins are forgiven you, or to say, Rise up and walk? But that you may know that the Son of Man has power on earth to forgive sins, he said to the man who was paralyzed, I say to you, Arise, take up your bed, and go to your house. Immediately he rose up before them, took up what he had been lying on, and departed to his own house, glorifying God. And they were all amazed, and they glorified God and were filled with fear, saying, We have seen strange things today. After these things, he went out and saw a tax collector named Levi sitting at the tax office. And he said to him, Follow me. So he left all, rose up, and followed him. Then Levi gave him a great feast in his own house, and there were a great number of tax collectors and others who sat down with them. And their scribes and the Pharisees complained against his disciples, saying, Why do you eat and drink with tax collectors and sinners? Jesus answered and said to them, Those who are well have no need of a physician, but those who are sick. I have come to call... I have not come to call the righteous, but sinners to repentance. Then they said to him, Why do the disciples of John fast often and make prayers, and likewise those of the Pharisees, but yours eat and drink? And he said to them, Can you make the friends of the bridegroom fast while the bridegroom is with them? But the days will come when the bridegroom will be taken away from them, Then they will fast in those days. Then he spoke a parable to them. No one puts a piece from a new garment on an old one. Otherwise, the new makes a tear, and also the piece that was taken out of the new does not match the old. And no one puts new wine into old wineskins, or else the new wine will burst the wineskins and be spilled and the wineskins will be ruined. But new wine must be put into new wineskins, and both are preserved. And no one 
having drunk old wine, immediately desires new, for he says, the old is better. Luke chapter 6. Now it happened on the second Sabbath, after the first, that he went through the grain fields, and his disciples plucked the heads of grain and ate them, rubbing them in their hands. And some of the Pharisees said to them, Why are you doing what is not lawful to do on the Sabbath? But Jesus answering said, But Jesus answering them said, Have you not even read this, what David did when he was hungry, he and those who were with him, how he went into the house of God, took and ate the showbread, and also gave some to those with him, which is not lawful for any but the priests to eat? And he said to them, The Son of Man is also Lord of the Sabbath. Now it happened on another Sabbath, also that he entered the synagogue and taught. And a man was there whose right hand was withered. So the scribes and Pharisees watched him closely, whether he would heal on the Sabbath, that they might find an accusation against him. But he knew their thoughts and said to the man who had the withered hand, Arise and stand here. And he arose and stood. Then Jesus said to them, I will ask you one thing. Is it lawful on the Sabbath day to do good or to do evil, to save life or to destroy? And when he had looked around at them all, he said to the man, Stretch out your hand. And he did so, and his hand was restored as whole as the other. But they were filled with rage and discussed with one another what they might do to Jesus. Now it came to pass in those days that he went out to the mountain to pray and continued all night in prayer to God. And when it was day, he called his disciples to himself. And from them, and from them he chose twelve, whom he also named apostles, Simon, whom he also named Peter, and Andrew, his brother, James and John, Philip and Bartholomew, Matthew and Thomas, James the son of Alphaeus, and Simon called the Zealot, Judas the son of Johnny, excuse me, Judas the son of James, and Judas Iscariot, who also became a traitor. And he came down with them and stood on a level place with a crowd of his disciples and a great multitude of people from all Judea and Jerusalem and from the seacoast of Tyre and Sidon who came to hear him and be healed of their diseases as well as those who were tormented with unclean spirits. And they were healed and the whole multitude sought to touch him for power went out from him and healed them all. Then he lifted up his eyes toward his disciples and said, Blessed are you poor, for yours is the kingdom of God. Blessed are you who hunger now, for you shall be filled. Blessed are you who weep now, for you shall laugh. Blessed are you when men hate you, and when they exclude you, and revile you, and cast out your name as evil. For the Son of Man's sake, 
Rejoice in that day and leap for joy, for indeed your reward is great in heaven, for in like manner their fathers did to the prophets. But woe to you who are rich, for you have received your consolation. Woe to you who are full, for you shall hunger. Woe to you who laugh, woe to you who laugh now, for you shall mourn and weep. Woe to you when all men speak well of you, for so did their fathers to the false prophets. But I say to you who hear, love your enemies, do good to those who hate you, bless those who curse you, and pray for those who spitefully use you. To him who strikes you on the excuse me, to him who strikes you on the one cheek, excuse me, offer the other also. And from him who takes away your cloak, do not withhold your tunic either. Give to everyone who asks of you, and from him who takes away your, your goods, do not ask them back. And just as you want men to do to you, you also do to them likewise. But if you love those who love you, what credit is that to you? For even sinners love those who love them. And if you do good to those who do good to you, what credit is that to you? For even sinners do the same. And if you lend to those from whom you hope to receive back, what credit is that to you? For even sinners lend to sinners to receive as much back. But love your enemies, do good and lend, hoping for nothing in return, and your reward will be great. And you will be sons of the Most High, for he is kind to the unthankful and evil. Therefore be merciful, just as your Father also is merciful. Judge not, and you shall not be judged. Condemn not, and you shall not be condemned. Forgive and you will be forgiven. Give and it will be given to you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over will be put into your bosom. For with the same measure that you use, it will be measured back to you. And he spoke a parable to them. Can the blind lead the blind? Will they not both fall into the ditch? A disciple is not above his teacher, but everyone who is perfectly trained will be like his teacher. And why do you look at the speck in your brother's eye, but do not perceive the plank in your own eye? Verses 1 through 41, Luke chapter 6. Thanks for listening to the Hour of Intercession, as we usually do before we end the broadcast. If you're listening today and you've never made the step of asking Jesus Christ to come into your heart as Lord and Savior. Today is a great day, a wonderful day to make that step. Or if you're one who's wanting to just to recommit your life to the Lord, we invite you in both cases to simply pray this prayer with us to commit or fully recommit your life to the Lord. Lord Jesus, thank you for loving me with an everlasting love. Thank you for loving me so much that you came into this world a long time ago. You lived, you died on the cross to pay for all the sins and wrongs I've done. 
Three days later, you rose up from the dead so that I could be saved. Lord, I confess I've sinned and done wrong in many, many ways. Lord, I repent and turn from all the wrong I've done. Lord Jesus, forgive me for all the wrongs I've done. And Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Be my Lord and Savior. In the Bible, you told us, whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Lord, I'm calling on your name. Lord, save me. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. Thank you for saving me. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, if you prayed that prayer, we very much are hoping to be in touch with you. My email is joseph at afr.net. Again, that's joseph at afr.net. We'd like to share with you some resources and literature, some prayer tools and other items that will help you to begin to grow and grow strong in your new walk with the Lord Jesus Christ. And, of course, if you're a listener who just simply wants some of the prayer resources, evangelism and discipleship resources we provide, same email, joseph at afr.net. We're glad to share them with you, and our hope is that you'll use them for you and your family and that you'll pass them on to loved ones, fellow church members, other persons that you know, saved and unsaved persons as well, because some evangelism material is a part of that packet as well. Thanks for listening. Join us again next time for the Hour of intercession. The views and opinions expressed in this broadcast do not necessarily reflect those of the American Family Association or American Family Radio.